Welcome to My IELTS Classroom, the podcast where two English experts talk all things IELTS. I'm S-H-E-L-L-Y, Shelley Cornick. And I'm N-I-C-K, Nick Long. And today we're talking about, can you guess, spelling. What are the absolute basic spelling rules that you should be aware of? What are some common problem areas for students in the IELTS exam? And is your spelling really better than a native speaker? Good evening, Nick. Good evening. How are you? How was your weekend? My weekend was very delightful, to be honest. Really? What yeah. did you get up to? We had a nice little uh, trip away again to the countryside, stayed in a nice... Uh, 19th century manor house which was owned by germans back in the day really um yeah it was really nice inside really old furniture and stuff like that sauna in the basement which was very nice as well hello and uh yeah just walking around exploring castles um and walking Ah. charlie having fun as well that sounds amazing we just had torrential heavy rain Mm. Someone I know on Facebook said, oh, I was going to go out today, but I think it's just a day to sit inside and stare out the window and say, ooh, look at the rain, <laughs> which is what I did. Very good. <laughs> but no walking. Yes. The other, well, the thing that I was thinking about this weekend, though, is they uh, they did the draw for the Women's uh, Football World Cup, mm. which is in Australia next ooh. year. And I'm thinking maybe after, go? well, I might. I haven't been back to Australia for about 14 years. Wow. Maybe it's time. Mm. And then watch a few games, visit some friends. It's next July, so it'll be their winter, but that's what I'm thinking. That's good if it's in July, but it's going to be winter. You won't, you, yeah. you won't want to play the World Cup in summer well, in no, Australia. <laughs> There'd be a few people passing out. No, for the football players, it'd be good. It'd probably be a little bit too cold. I still might be able to swim in the ocean baths, but mm. we'll see, Nick. It's just a little idea that I had to carry me through the wet weather. yes. Very good one. Um, so today, well, we've kind of changed what we were going to do, haven't we, Nick, in the final <laughs> few minutes. Mm. Um, we were going to talk about sort of error correction in general. So things you could look for in the final five minutes of your writing exam. We have actually done that before, though. Yeah. Uh, I think if you go back, I think somewhere in 2021, we've got um, an episode on our blog. It's called error correction or how to check for errors Mm -hmm. in your essay so if that's something you're interested in we might return to that topic because i've found some new errors that we could discuss yes um but if you want to go back and listen to that original episode you can find that on our blog blog blog.myieltsclassroom.com but the main thing i already wanted to focus on today was spelling because i don't know nick i mean of all the students that we work with how many do you think have a significant issue with spelling not a huge percentage. Right. But I'm going to guess that that's because all of them use spell checkers. <laughs> right. Well, that is very interesting because mm. that reminded me of a time we were working with a lovely student from Sudan who was writing the most phenomenal essays. Mm-hmm. 
And I was just giving her band-aid, band-aid, band-aid. Mm-hmm. And then and she needed a 7.5. And mm. then every time her result would come back, it would be a 7. Mm. And I was totally puzzled. I couldn't understand it until one day I said, right, I'm going to do that trick we've discussed before. I'm going to send you the question an hour before the lesson. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to get you to write it and then email it to me so I can see what you're doing under exam conditions. It was just spelling. Yep. I mean, I would say probably, and I'm not exaggerating, there were probably 15 to 20 spelling errors. Mm-hmm. And immediately the reason why <laughs> she'd been getting a seven overall became clear. <laughs> yeah. It's a tricky one, isn't it? Because you, I, you, students want everything to be as correct and as perfect as possible. Yeah. But I, I guess maybe they don't realize that in the exam, they definitely won't have access to a spell checker. Yeah. And it's, just, it's just become so sort of, it's just a thing that we use all the time in our lives, even native speakers. And you don't really um, even think about it, do you? No. And I think that the worst thing is that the spell checkers are kind of working silently in the background. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you don't even realize when a word has been changed. Yes. You no, know, in making this lesson today, I tried to, you know, I've been writing words that are spelled incorrectly. And every time I look back at my test job, mm-hmm. word had automatically recorrected it. And exactly. I was like, no. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think it can be difficult. I mean, some students also may not even know how to turn off a spell checker mm. um, on their word processing. I mean, I guess most people are using words or pages. Mm-hmm. If that's you, um, if you've got a notes application... That I don't think does no. error correct spelling. So mm. notes can be a good place to practice um, just typing into mm-hmm. um, if you don't know how to turn off your spell checker. The other thing I think as well, Nick, is that um, certainly for me, okay, I actually don't think I am a great speller. I'm um, not. You don't think so? No. I mean, I used to, when I was teaching in a class, I used to always tell students, if you think something has, spelt, has been spelt incorrectly on the board... Tell me, you know, this was before mobile phones. And then I'd mm. always have one dictionary and I'd give the student a dictionary and I'd be like, right, check it. Depends on the st- who the, check it, Sergio. And we'd mm-hmm. always be checking my spelling. Mm. Um, but the problem we've got now is that it's just typing errors as well. Yeah, it's true. You know. Yeah, I remember one time in, in, in New Planet, actually. Yeah. When I left something on the board and uh, our friend Tim... Oh, no. <laughs> was like, who spelled this incorrectly? I can't remember what the word was, but I'd spell it wrong. And I always spell it wrong, even to this day. I can't remember exactly what the word is, but it's a problem word for me. So it is. Well, this is something we're going to talk about today. So the idea today is, I mean, unfortunately, spelling is kind of personal, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Right? That we all have words which we know we struggle mm-hmm. to spell. Um, I suggest if you have those words which you know if you get to them you can't spell them you start keeping a little book mm-hmm. and you just look at that book and you practice until you can spell those words correctly that's what i did with the word embarrass because mm. um, it's embarrassing to make <laughs> spelling mistakes if you're an ielts teacher um so spelling is personal but i guess there are also common errors which people make again and again and again mm. so what we're going to do today is we're going to start by going through the basic spelling rules. And maybe for some people, you've just never actually heard the rules before. Um, 
For some of you, these may be very easy, but we'll start with these rules. I will definitely put these um, onto the blog post so you can always go and use them to refer to. Um, but let's start then mm. with, I guess, the the most basic rules. So these would be rules. And I remember reading these when I first taught elementary for the first time <laughs> thinking, oh, that's why. <laughs> um, it was the first time I'd ever seen these spelling rules. So let's start with the rules that we learn or you should have learnt um, at beginner or elementary. So the first thing we often start with is plurals. Mm -hmm. So let's all play along at home. We can all get to feel very confident and very intelligent when we hopefully get the answers right. But if we've got a word like bird, so mm -hmm. one bird, mm -hmm. how would we make that word plural? Just next? add an S to the end of it. Add an S. So mm -hmm. we're just saying bird. So bird becomes bird. What happens to the word mistake? We add an S to the end of it. We do. So it doesn't matter if your word ends in a consonant mm -hmm. or a vowel. So in English, vowels are A, E, I, O, U. We just stick an E on the end of the word. Um, we just stick an S on the end of the word to make it plural. Mm -hmm. The other time we need to sort of make plurals, I guess, or add S's to the end of words is mm -hmm. when we're talking in the third person in English, yeah. isn't it? Mm -hmm. Right. So that is confusing because actually when we talk in the third person, we're talking about one person, yes. right? So, you know, I play, mm -hmm. but she plays with an S, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I think, but Nick thinks with an S. So we've got the same rules, basically plurals in English. We add an S to a noun. Verbs in English, we add an S to make the third person singular. So already it's slightly confusing, right? Because the S is sometimes for a plural and sometimes for a singular. But then obviously things get more complicated because there are some combinations of letters mm. after which we don't just add an S. Mm -hmm. We add, well, you tell me, Nick, Nick, what do we say? We say one bus, but two buses. Bus is. So mm -hmm. the spelling of bus is, is B-U-S-E-S. -E mm -hmm. So the question then, Nick, is why do we add E-S after bus? Well, it's for pronunciation, I guess, because we, it doesn't make sense to say one bus, two bus, does it really? <laughs> I think it would be really confusing. If there wasn't an E, mm -hmm. the the S would just become a double S, wouldn't yeah. it, right? Mm -hmm. And then it would become super confusing. Mm -hmm. But you are right, though. It is pronounced a bit differently, isn't it? Because it it's is. bus is. Mm -hmm. um, so if your noun ends in an S, you're going to have to add ES to make the plural. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, it doesn't end there. We mm. also have the same rule after if you've got SH at the end mm -hmm. of a word. So can you think of a noun that ends mm. in an SH? Dish. Very good. So you could have one dish, two dish is, mm -hmm. right? D-I-S-H-E-S. -E um, we have the same rule if the noun ends in a C-H. So can mm -hmm. you think of a noun, an item that ends in C-H? Cha-cha-cha, watch. Very good. Well, this is literally me. I've got about 10 watches and mm -hmm. I never wear any of them, but we spell watches W-A-T-C-H-E-S. Mm -hmm. So... If you, your noun ends in an S, if it ends in SH, if it ends in CH, and there's one other letter that is mm. followed by ES for a plural, Nick. Can you think what that is it's on the top of your... X. X. So what would be a noun that ends in X? I guess um, a fox. Oh. <laughs> so you've got 
one fox, two foxes. Mm -hmm. F-O-X-E-S. So for nouns, if your noun ends in an S, an S-H, a C-H or an X, you're going to make the plural by adding E-S. It's the same though for our verbs, right? So Mm -hmm. if our verbs end in an S or an SH or a CH or an X, then to make the third person singular, we also have to add mm-hmm. ES. Yeah. So what would be a verb that ends in an S? Uh, pass. Right. So it's a double S, but it's still an S, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So he passes. Um, a verb that ends in SH. Wash. Oh, yes. Very good, Nick. Very clean. Mm-hmm. Washes. <laughs> C-H, what do we do? What do we do? We teach. We do, right? So, teaches. Um, and then the only verb I can think of that ends in an X mm. is box, like like a box of ah, boxes. Yeah. You say he boxes on Sundays. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or like my sister was a boxer, so she boxes in mm-hmm. her spare time. Now, there are also some rules. And honestly, these are the ones that I forget. Every time I write a shopping list mm. and I have to write potatoes or tomatoes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I always remember, actually, that the plural is mm-hmm. ES. Mm-hmm. But what I can never remember is, is the singular... Do we keep the E for the singular or not? So when mm. I'm writing potato... Mm-hmm. I, I'm always like P-O-T-A-T-O. And then I think, do I need to add an E? <laughs> do we need to add an E? We do not. We do not. They're not toes <laughs> like <laughs> on your feet mm. or tomatoes. <laughs> yeah. So ones that end in O, so like potatoes, tomatoes. And also we've got the strange verb like do mm-hmm. becomes does. Does. Mm-hmm. And go becomes goes, goes. with an E-S. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they're the main rules. Now, there are also, which we'll talk about in a moment, some really irregular ones. So if you have a noun which ends in an F, Mm. like my favourite Christmas movie, Elf. Mm. If you have one Elf, what would the plural be? Elves. (laughs) You said that so nicely. So how are you spelling Elves, Nick? With a V. With a V. So the F becomes mm-hmm. a V. So it's E-L-V-E-S. Mm-hmm. So you can have one shelf with an F at the end and many shelves. S-H-E-L-V-E-S. Good. So there are the basic rules for kind of like S's and E-S's. Mm-hmm. I guess the other thing, you know, if you're learning the present simple, you know, we're all learning I play, he plays. One of the first verbs we learn is a verb like study. Mm -hmm. So if I say I study, Mm -hmm. we would say he studies. Mm -hmm. Are we spelling that S-T-U-D-Y-S? No, we need to change the Y to an I and then add E-S. Exactly. So if we've got verbs which we're using in the third person singular, or if we've got nouns like city... Mm -hmm. One city, Mm -hmm. C-I-T-Y, many cities, Mm -hmm. T-I-E-S. That's kind of okay. Um, The same rule, I guess, for the past tense. Mm -hmm. So he studies usually, but yesterday he... Studied. Yes. So now the Y becomes not an I-E-S, but an Mm I-E-D. So we've got the Y... Is changing sometimes to an IES in the present simple. Sometimes Y is changing to IED for mm-hmm. the past simple. Mm-hmm. Can you think of another 
combination of letters we sometimes change Y into. That would be in our um, comparisons, comparatives. Very good. So what would an example of an ear be, Nick? Uh, Well, we would say easy, easier or easiest superlatives. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Yeah, so ear and est, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Now, these Y ones are a bit strange, actually, because the rule for comparisons, which I hope we all know, mm-hmm. is if you've got, let me see if I can remember it, if you've got a one-syllable word, mm-hmm. like tall, mm-hmm. it will become taller, won't mm-hmm. it? Just yep. with ER. And if you've got a three-syllable or more word, like expensive, mm-hmm. we make the comparison by adding more, and so we, more yeah. expensive. We don't change the um, the adjective. No, we don't mm-hmm. say expensiver. <laughs> but if you have got a two-syllable adjective that mm-hmm. ends in Y, so mm-hmm. for example, easy, mm-hmm. it becomes easier. Mm-hmm. But it has to be two syllables yeah. ending in Y. So mm-hmm. we've got easy, easier, happy, happier, heavy, heavier. Mm-hmm. If you've got an adjective that's just one symbol, like, Joy, mm. you can't say joyier. <laughs> <laughs> joyer. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, for joy, you'd have to say more joy. More, more joyful, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's maybe an irregular he one. Expressed I've more joy. Yes. So, Y's at ends of words are sometimes IES, present simple, sometimes IED, past simple, sometimes IER or IEST when we are making comparisons. (sighs) Now, again, we have some irregulars here. As we always do in English. (laughs) Oh, honestly, I feel so sorry for students who have to learn these rules. (laughs) But some of them I think are a little bit intuitive. Yeah. Right? So if you had the word holiday, so one holiday, Mm -hmm. as we said, if you've got one city Mm -hmm. ending a Y, we'd say many cities, Mm I-E-S. If you've got one holiday, Mm. would you say I went on many holidays Day, I-E-S, holidays, <laughs> like this. Would we spell it like that? No, we would just say holidays with a Y. With a Y, and we will just add an S as normal. Mm-hmm. So I guess, let's try and work out the rules. This is what you do as a language teacher, mm-hmm. like us, when you're not um, taught English explicitly at school, is you have to try and work backwards. If we say, um, yeah, city, cities, but holiday, holidays, just with an S. What's the difference between city and holiday? Or maybe, let's give you another example. We would say he studies, Mm -hmm. I-E-S. But when we say enjoys, we would spell enjoys. There's no I-E-S there, is there? It's just E-N-J-O-Y-S. So why aren't we changing the Y in holidays or enjoys to I-E-S? It's because we've got a vowel before the Y. Because there's a vowel before mm-hmm. the Y. So if you've got holiday, H-O-L-I-D-A, mm-hmm. it would be very unusual to put after an A, I-E-S. Yeah, three vowels the, in a row is a bit... Three vowels in a row and mm-hmm. an English person brain explodes, right? Mm-hmm. So if you've got a vowel before your Y, mm-hmm. so if your word ends in A-Y or E-Y or O-Y or U-Y, mm-hmm. just add an S. There's no need to change it to the I-E-S. So, holiday is an example of this. Enjoy. Mm-hmm. Can you think of any other simple verbs, Nick, that look like that? Stay. 
right. Mm -hmm. Stays with an S. By. By, yeah. B-U-Y-B-U-Y-S. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Same for nouns, actually. Mm -hmm. So I think the example in most English textbook is key mm -hmm. and keys with mm -hmm. an S, not K-E-I-E-S, which <laughs> should be the name of a boy band. Keys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That said, though, in the past... There are a couple of really common verbs, actually, where we do change the Y to an ID. Mm -hmm. um, so, for example, say becomes said. Mm -hmm. And what's the other one? I've forgotten. Uh, probably pay becomes paid. Yes. Pay becomes paid. I hope you've got a pen and paper at home now. I mm -hmm. mean, if you're still listening, well done, because these rules, they are a lot. But if you do have bad spelling, it is worth... Going taking the time, mm. yeah, to remember them. Um, other things we add then, other suffixes we add to the end of words that change spelling, mm. I guess, is ing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, play, playing, work, working. Mm -hmm. Usually we literally just add ing to the end of the word. Mm. But there are some words in it where we need to remove a letter before mm -hmm. we add ing. W what words are those? Um... Stuff like make, I guess, write. So words that, verbs that end in an E. Mm -hmm. Yes. So if you've got the verb, as Nick said, make, M-A-K-E, mm -hmm. before you add the I-N-G, you're going to remove the E. Yeah. M-A-K-I-N-G. Mm -hmm. That makes sense, I it guess. It does, yeah. Um, But there are a couple of words which really confuse students. So if you've got the verb lie, like mm -hmm. the opposite of truth, mm -hmm. L-I-E, mm -hmm. instead of just removing the E and adding I-N-G, so that would be ling, L-I-I-N-G. <laughs> Very confusing. What do we say if in the present continuous? So I lie every day, but right now he is... Lying. Right, and how do you spell that lying? L-Y-I-N-G. Yeah, so lie becomes lying with a Y, mm -hmm. die becomes dying, dying. Mm -hmm. with a Y, D-Y-I-N-G. Mm -hmm. And maybe more useful, tie mm. becomes tying. tying but I guess this y. is to, again, th no one wants three cons uh, three vowels in a row, do they? So it's kind it, of to tidy it up, I guess, isn't it, a little bit? Absolutely. As I said, you know, when I think when a problem that English people have when they try to read words in a foreign language mm. is that if there are lots of vowels, oh God, yeah. <laughs> we don't know what to do. <laughs> Because it's too confusing. So they are when we change, we have to remove or add things to the end of words. I guess the, the real issue for many students in English is, I'm going to try not to use bad language now, I want to, are when you double mm -hmm. consonants. Yeah. And I think this really is an issue. So, you know, very simply, if you've got the word stop mm -hmm. and you want to use that in the past, well, instead of saying... S-T-O-P, that's how we spell stop. Usually to make the past, we would just add E-D. Mm -hmm. So if I spelt stopped, S-O-T-P-E-D, would that be a good sentence, Nick? No, a you good would word? be stoped. It would be stoped. <laughs> so you have to double the P, S-T-O-P-P-E-D. Mm -hmm. Same for our adjectives when we compare, isn't it, right? Mm -hmm. It is big, B-I-G, mm -hmm. but an elephant is big. Bigger than a mouse, B-I-double-G-E-R. Mm -hmm. So, I guess, <laughs> oh dear, here we go. Are you ready? Mm. Stay with us, people. 
what is the rule for when we double a consonant mm. or when we just don't double a consonant and we just add ed? So I'm trying to think of a short word where we don't double a consonant. What would it be like tall, taller, it's already double, mm -hmm. big, bigger, mm -hmm. it's doubled, mm -hmm. fast, mm. faster. We don't add a, an extra T, do we there? There are no double T's there. So mm. why do we need to have a double D for big? It's still one syllable, but why does fast not need a double T? I guess it's the letter before the consonant. Exactly. So if it's a vowel, like yes. stop or run or get, then we yeah. need to double to say stopping, running, getting. But if there's another consonant before, like help, for example, yeah. then we don't say help ping with two Ps because we already have a consonant before the P. Exactly. Exactly. That's perfect, Nick. So really, it's all about what comes before that final letter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you've got a one syllable word and before that you've got a vowel, like my example was big, B-I-G, I is a vowel, you need the two Gs. If it's fast, what comes before the T is an S, an S is not a vowel and therefore you don't need to double the T. That is actually a really, really important rule. Mm -hmm. Super important. Um, also, I guess the other variation on that rule is... If you've got, so if, if look at your final letter and look before it. If mm -hmm. you've got a vowel, mm -hmm. you also need to check what comes before that vowel. Mm -hmm. Because if you've got another vowel, mm -hmm. like, <sighs> let's imagine you've got like the word need, mm -hmm. N-E-E-D, mm -hmm. because there are two vowels before the D, yep. now there is no need to double the letter. Mm -hmm. And we wonder why students have problems with spelling. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, so I would say, Nick, those are the absolute basic rules, which I reckon students really need to know mm -hmm. to be aiming for a six in terms of spelling. Yeah, Do you think? Definitely. Because mm -hmm. if you're making mistakes with double consonants, yeah. like putting double consonants where you don't need them, if you're not using I-E-R, if you're just adding an S after a Y, those are the mistakes that I think make people look quite low level, don't they? Mm-hmm. But when you're assessing spelling, you know, a lot of students come to me and they say, how many mistakes can you make in spelling to be able to get a seven? Mm -hmm. My answer to that is, well, there's not an actual number yeah. of mistakes. The actual number of mistakes don't really matter. Mm -hmm. It's the effect that those spelling mistakes have on the communicative ability of your essay, I mm -hmm, guess. Mm -hmm. So really basic errors, like the ones we've just looked at, they just show an examiner that your knowledge of grammar is quite low. Mm -hmm. Other spelling mistakes, though, are less impactful because sometimes when a student makes a spelling mistake, I can still read the word. Mm -hmm. And if I can still read the word and I understand what the student is trying to say... That spelling mistake is less serious than when the student makes a mistake and then the word becomes impossible to read mm. because that's when communication breaks down. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, we're still better to have no spelling mistakes. So, you know, <laughs> if a student spelt elephant, E-L-E-F-A-N-T, <laughs> I can still read that that's elephant. Yeah. But it's very childlike, isn't it? It is. 
right? So again, I think you've got to think about the effect that the spelling has on a reader's ability to understand your essay. Mm-hmm. You've also got to think about the complexity of the word that the, the student's trying to spell, mm. right? If you're trying to spell elephant, <laughs> you should know that in elephant, the f is a ph. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to spell a more complicated word like phenomenon, <laughs> well, again, I hope you would know it's spelled ph, but there are a lot of vowels mm. in the word phenomenon, right? You've got a lot of e's and a lot of o's. And I would say those types of mistakes, if you're making mistakes with vowels, it's not great. If you made four or five of those, that could still stop you achieving a seven. But those are more understandable mistakes, Mm -hmm. I guess. So why don't we start by having a look Mm -hmm. at exactly those words. The words, so we're going to look at words which IELTS students often struggle to spell. Mm -hmm. And we've put them into groups. And the first group are words where... We've got lots of vowel combinations. So a cup, two vowels together. I think maybe for some of them, three vowels together. Mm-hmm. No. Thanks, French people. Yes, thank you very much. <laughs> and Nick's going to spell the words to you. Oh, dear. And I'm, uh, well, I'm going to tell you, <laughs> Nick, you can read what I've done. This, took, this is what took me so long. Mm. Nick's going to read words to you. So he's going to say the word. Mm. You could put it in a sentence, Nick, if you wanted mm-hmm. to. That's what they do on those spelling competitions in America. <laughs> um, say the word, mm. say it in a sentence, but mm-hmm. then he's going to spell it incorrectly. Mm. Your job is to understand what the error is and change the error. Mm. I actually think, Nick, you could do all six of these. Right. And then we'll check back. Okay. Okay. All right. So the first word is achieved. A C H E I V E D. I achieved my goal. Number two, received. R E C I E V E D. I received some excellent news. Number three, beautiful. B-E-A-T-I-F-U-L. The weather was beautiful. Number four. Colleague. C-O-L-L-E-G-U-E. My colleague is from France. Number five. (laughs) Enormous. E-N-O-U-R-M-O-U. S. My colleague from France is an enormous idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Number six, throughout. T-H-R-O-U-G-O-U-T. I have been reading these words throughout this podcast. Okay, Nick. (laughs) Glorious. I absolutely loved it. All right. So our first one, achieved. I wish I could do your voice. (laughs) What was the error here, Nick? So we had the vowels the wrong way around. Yes. So that Mm. is a common error. So you spelled achieved Mm A-C-H-E-I-V-E-D, but it should be A-C-H-I-E. V-E-D. Mm-hmm. And this is a really good example of, you know, we've got this rule in English, haven't we, yep. that says I before E. Except after C. Except after C. But here, mm-hmm. achieved has got a C before, hasn't it? Mm. But it but means we should have the, the letter before I E is C. 
Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Which then let's get on to the next one. Mm -hmm. Received. Received. Yep. Should be R E C E I V D. Mm -hmm. So again, it makes. Oh no, that does make sense there. I before E, except except after C. C. Yep. So that's where we should have E I. Okay. What was wrong with beautiful? There was no U in it. Yeah, so mm. it should be B-E-A-U-T-I-F-U-L. Mm-hmm. Colleague, this is a word, actually, that does get spelt incorrectly quite often. Mm-hmm. What was missing from colleague? There was an A missing, right? Yes. Where mm-hmm. should it go? Um, After E. C-O-L-L-E-A-G-U-E. Great. So they're two classic examples of missing letters. Mm-hmm. Enormous, though, and I have to be honest, I think I sometimes spell enormous like this. Mm. It doesn't have a letter missing. It's got an extra mm-hmm. letter. So which letter should be removed? The U needs to be the, removed. The first U. I think that's the problem because everyone knows there's a U in enormous, mm-hmm. but it should come at the end of the word, not the beginning. Mm-hmm. So E-N-O-R-M-O-U-S. Mm-hmm. And then finally, throughout mm-hmm. was missing. Mm-hmm. Well, that was missing a consonant, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't actually know why that's in there. Mm. <laughs> but it was missing. Miss, missing a Let's H. leave it. It's missing an H, mm-hmm. which is not a vowel. T H R O U G H O U T. And actually, that last one, let's use it as a linker. The last one is a great example of, I, I would say, the main problem with spelling in English, right? So Mm -hmm. in many languages, spelling is phonetic. The Mm. way you speak a word is the way you spell a word and Mm -hmm. it's predictable. I even... Even with my poor Russian, Nick, I mm-hmm. know that Russian is a phonetic language, it is. isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you can say it, you can always pretty much spell mm-hmm. the word. The problem though in English is that the way that we pronounce a word sometimes has got no connection at all exactly. <laughs> to the way that the word is spelled. Now, do you know why that is, Nick? Why do we sometimes have... So, for example, in the word throughout, mm-hmm. the oo is spelt O-U-G-H, mm-hmm. right? I mean, the Mm-hmm. It doesn't look anything like it. So uh, an oo sound. So do you know why English spelling bears no resemblance <laughs> to the way the words are pronounced? Uh, because it's been because it's been battered and butchered over the years by various monks of different denominations and different countries and things like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think there is no one answer to that question, mm. is there? I think some of the mistakes have happened because. As Nick says, you know, like the earliest recorders of language were monks. Mm -hmm. Some of them have happened because of influences of other languages. Like we took in a lot of French words when we were conquered by the French, Mm -hmm. a lot of Latin words when Mm -hmm. we were conquered by the Romans. I mean, basically, throughout history, people have just introduced rules, which maybe in their first language made sense. Mm -hmm. But in the way that English is pronounced doesn't make sense. And mm. therefore, we've ended up with, I'm going to use the word, mishmash mm. <laughs> of spelling, right? So one of the biggest problems I think we've got are missing letters, essentially. So letters which appear in spelling, which don't appear when someone speaks a word. So, mm-hmm. you know, an obvious example would be every day when I eat dinner, I use a fork and a knife. A knife. How do we spell knife, Nick? K-N-I-F-E. Right. Knifey. 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 That's, that's not a knifey. <laughs> that's not a knifey. No one is pronouncing the K in the knife, right? In mm-hmm. the same way, though, 
Um, if I said I have a doubt, mm. that doubt is spelled <laughs> D-O-U-B-T. Yeah. Doubt. One of my favourite phrases, that one. It's popular it, with the Indian students. Sir, I have a doubt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. So where is that B in the pronunciation? It is missing, but in the spelling, mm. it needs to be there. Mm-hmm. The word I think with a missing B where students make mistakes with pronunciation and spelling is yeah. debt. Mm. Like I'm in debt. I, I have borrowed money and yeah. I can't pay it back. That is spelt D-E-B-T, but mm-hmm. we don't pronounce the B. It's not debt. Debt, yeah. A lot debt. of people do say debt, don't they? Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. That's that's actually probably... Yeah, that's interesting. Maybe doubt the problem is the spelling, but debt the problem is the pronunciation. Students adding that B mm-hmm. where it's not needed. So Nick is now going to read... Mm-hmm. Um, some more words for you. I hope with examples which were equally as good as the previous <laughs> time, just for my own enjoyment. Um, so what we're going to do now is we're going to spell words. And this time there is a there is a silent letter that is missing in the spelling. Mm-hmm. Okay. So your job is to understand which letter is missing. Which letter has Nick not read that should be in the spelling? Okay. The first word then is environment. Um, E-N-V. I-R-O-M-E-N-T. I live in a very pleasant environment. (laughs) Number number two, technology. T-E-C-N-O-L-O-G-Y. Have a look at this piece of great technology. Number three, approximately. A-P-P-R-O-X-I-M-A-T. L Y. You are approximately 25 miles from home. Number four, government. G O V E R M E N T. Nobody trusted the government. Number five, which? W I C H. They didn't know which one of the women were a witch. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Number five. Sincerely. S I N C E R L Y. Yours sincerely, my IELTS classroom. <laughs> Very good. Okay. <laughs> Again, let's just give snaps for Nick's uh, <laughs> fantastic examples there. So the first one, environment. What was the missing letter there, Nick? The silent N was missing. Yes, mm-hmm. should go before the M. Technology. Mm-hmm. Um, tech always has a H at the end. Yes, tech. And uh, this is actually something I've noticed. I've heard people... So technology is not a problem. Pronunciation is okay with that one. Yeah. But when we have the shortened version, tech, I've yeah. heard lots of people, especially in Russia and Eastern Europe, say tech. Oh, mm. so they're changing the k to a ch. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is interesting. Okay, mm-hmm. brilliant. Now, approximately, this word is not an easy word to spell. Yeah. What was missing here? I'm not sure. I'm. It, I mean, it looks wrong, and I guess there's probably an e missing before the ly. 
there is an E before the L-Y. So unlike other words where we remove the E, this mm-hmm. time we need to keep it mm-hmm. approximately. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, government is missing... S- same as environment. There's an N before the M. There should be yeah. an N before the M. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this which, I mean, I like that you put both in. I didn't I know which prob- one it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the one the for IELTS students says it's a problem. It should be W-H-I-C-H. Yeah. Which. Right. But if you're writing, it's almost Halloween, isn't it, next mm-hmm. week? So if you're writing about wizards and witches, mm-hmm. it should be W-I-T-C-H. But yeah, yeah. So witch, that's interesting, like isn't it? Clause. We've got we've got two differently spelled words with the same pronunciation. Well, yeah, homophones. Which, They're a complete which is it? nightmare. Which witch is it? <laughs> exactly. And then, sincerely, what mm-hmm. are we missing here? Uh, another E after the R. It's an E after the R, exactly. Mm-hmm. Sincerely. So, sincerely Mm -hmm. so you know i think those are the two sort of main problem areas that we have for students right Mm -hmm. combinations of vowels letters which are missing in the pronunciation but which we need for the spelling so they are things that i would focus on as i said before though the best thing you can do for spelling is keeping a list of your individual problem words, right? Yeah. If you know that you're spelling something wrong and it's a word that you know you're going to need in the exam to be able to make an argument, get practicing, just sit down and learn those words. Mm-hmm. But what I thought we'd do though, Nick, before we finish today, um, and I've taken this, I haven't made it myself because I'm not that clever. <laughs> I've taken this from one of our favorite English teaching books, mm-hmm. um, English File. And in the advanced book, they've got this amazing activity, which, which that's W-H-I-C-H, <laughs> which talks about the 10 most commonly misspelt words by native speakers, right? Mm-hmm. So I did this with my with a class in in a real classroom mm-hmm. when it when I did it for the first time I didn't look at the words at the back of the teacher's book I said to the students this is what we're going to do you are going to we're going to do it like a competition you're all going to spell the words as you think they're spelt and I'm going to spell the words as I think they're spelt and we're going to see whose spelling is the best Whose spelling was the best, Nick? Not yours. <laughs> Not mine. I think I got six of these words correct. Mm. So, again, Nick is going to be reading sentences, mm-hmm. and your job is going to be to write down and spell the word that Nick stresses as he is speaking. It should be quite obvious mm-hmm. what the words are. And then we will spell those words for you and if you get more than six you can say with complete confidence <laughs> my spelling is better than Shelley's from my IELTS classroom have you done this Nick do you remember how many you got the first time yes um I definitely got at least three of these wrong and I do I used to do this more than once a year with different classes and I yeah. still would get the same words wrong again and again and again <laughs> Exactly. I'll tell so you which are, ones afterwards. We are not taking our own advice, ladies and gentlemen, mm. but you are better than Nick and I. You are motivated. Mm. So yeah, let's have a go. So again, get a bit pen, uh, pen and paper ready or get your phone out so you can type it. See if you can spell the word that Nick stresses. Mm-hmm. Number one, he always referred to his father as my old man. Number two, I like all vegetables except broccoli number three the food was acceptable but no more than that number four i think taking the dog with us is an unnecessary complication number five there was a 
consensus of opinion that the article should not be published. Number six, it was a very strange occurrence. Number seven, please don't embarrass me by wearing that hat. Number eight, in your driving test, you will be asked to perform some standard maneuvers. Number nine, we'll definitely be there by seven. And number 10, they married in 2010, but separated two years later. Beautiful. Mm. All right. So let's start with the first one. He always referred to Mm -hmm. his father. So this is R-E-F-E-R-R-E-D. I'm not sure. I can't remember if that's one I spelt wrong or not. I think it probably was correct because it looks a little bit strange with only one R. Um, But that would be the mistake English people make, I think, only having one R and adding an ED. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this one wasn't too bad for me, referred. Okay. Mm -hmm. I like all vegetables except broccoli. Mm -hmm. Horrible way to spell. I spelt this one incorrectly. I knew there was a double letter. Mm -hmm. I thought it was a double L. Yep. It's not. Or maybe I thought it was two doubles, but it's double C, single L. Mm-hmm. So B-R-O-C-C-O-L-I. Mm-hmm. Um, acceptable. Mm-hmm. Now, this was not a problem for me, but how have you seen that spelt by some native speakers? Um, ex- acceptable. So a pretty okay problem would be to spell it. So the correct spelling is A C C E P T. A B L E. Mm-hmm. Sometimes my some people may put I B L E though, mm-hmm. which is incorrect. Sometimes mm-hmm. I see though people spell acceptable with an E X at the beginning. Really? Yeah, I've seen that quite often acceptable. in the depths of tip in the depths of TikTok, Nick. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's because it sounds like accept, like with mm-hmm. exception, mm-hmm. and they get confused. Now, number four. Used to be a problem word for me, but I actually learned the correct spelling. Yeah. So the word was unnecessary. The key thing here is double N, double S, single C. U N N E C E S S A R Y. Yep. That was fine. Mm-hmm. Number five, could you spell this, Nick? Consensus? Yes, this one I could spell. C-O-N-S-E-N-S-U-S. Now, I'm guessing that people put a C somewhere. I put an extra C. So I spelt mm-hmm. it C-O-N-C-E-N, basically. Mm-hmm. Consensus. Mm-hmm. No, it's S. Very good. I think I also got number seven incorrect as well. Mm-hmm. I did as it well. It was a very strange occurrence. I would have put an a N C E occurrence, yeah, yeah, or th- maybe, or maybe one R. I think I had one R and an A actually when I did it. I think I it's an, the single E R actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the mm-hmm. correct spelling is double C double R O C C U R R E N C E. Embarrassed. It's an again. It's the problems with the doubles, isn't mm-hmm. it? This one it is. I think a lot of people just put one R. Mm-hmm. But no, it's E M B A R R A S S. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. Question number eight: the French word maneuvers. Horrible. This is this is the one that I, even I'm looking at it now. Yeah. And if I come back in ten minutes and try to spell it, I won't be able to. Never. That combination of O E U. It's too many vowels. Mm-hmm. 
I know there's a U in it. I know there's an O in it. I just have no idea where they go. Mm -hmm. So the spelling is M-A-N-O-E-U-V-R-E-S. Definitely. Now, this is definitely spelt incorrectly Many times. all over mm-hmm. social media. Why is what what's the mistake that people usually because make? Because people say definitely. With an A, but mm-hmm. it, it's that's how we pronounce it, I guess. Definitely sounds like an A, mm-hmm. but it's spelt with an I. Mm-hmm. D-E-F-I-N-I-T-E-L-Y. And finally, separated. Mm-hmm. Lots of English people will spell that S-E-P-E-R-A-T-E-D. Yeah. But no, it's S-E-P-A-R-A-T-E-D. So I think I got broccoli wrong, consensus wrong, Mm -hmm. maybe a current and definitely manoeuvres. Yeah, I got broccoli manoeuvres wrong and a current as well, yeah. Broccoli. Foiled by broccoli. Foiled by broccoli. Well, talking of broccoli, I'm about to go upstairs and make a lovely salmon wellington with some Mm. roasted broccoli. (laughs) That's what I'm going to do now. Thank you. Um, Nick, unfortunately, that's another difficult word to spell, has Mm. got to go and edit this episode. Mm -hmm. Um, I hope if you've just been listening to this, what you could do now is go back through your previous essays and just have a look at any words you spelled incorrectly. Did you miss one of the rules we looked at today? Is Mm -hmm. it just a difficult spelling word? Get a book. It doesn't have to be a book. It can be a piece of paper that you just put on the wall Mm. or somewhere near your desk where you study and you just see the correct spelling. I think what helps is knowing where you go wrong. So, for example, I knew with unnecessary that I always added two Cs. I -hmm. taught myself that was wrong. No, don't follow your instinct with the two Cs. Double N, double S, one C. Try to sort of trick yourself into spelling correctly. It does make a difference, doesn't it? It does, yeah. I'm going to query this, though. I think the word bureaucracy should be on there. Because oh, wow. I can't spell that for I, I again, every time I try and write it, I get it wrong. Again, <laughs> I am with you. There is a U, there's an E, there's an A. Who knows where they go? Um, the other thing is spelling, super important in listening, right? We've yeah. just spent the whole of this episode spelling you words. That's what you're going to have to do in the spelling exam, mm-hmm. in the spelling exam, in the listening <laughs> exam. So that's another reason to motivate yourself to spend a bit of time on spelling. Mm-hmm. All right, Nick, mm-hmm. uh, T-H-A-N-K-Y-O-U. Um, and I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. My IELTS Classroom podcast is a production of My IELTS Classroom Limited. Nick and I do not represent IELTS and everything you heard in this episode is our own personal opinion. You can find the show notes and transcript for this episode on our blog. That's blog.myieltsclassroom.com. And if you're looking for our video courses, speaking lessons and marking service, you can find that at www.myieltsclassroom.com. If you have a question or query or just want to chat, you can email Nick and I at hello at myieltsclassroom.com. Our theme music is by Heartbeat and our artwork is produced by David Brown. Have a great week, study hard, and remember, this is my IELTS classroom. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.